We're middle discussing the water which they drew in order to prepare matzis mitzvah and matzis in general, which we said they have to be drawn the night before so they uh, aren't warm. If in the next morning he notices that the water that he drew the last night for matzah is not enough for the production they want to do today. You can add random other water. We'll see that it's best to, do, to take water again from a pump or that was already drawn or from a be'er that's gathered and that the sun doesn't shine over them. But you can add this water even though they weren't drawn the night before. The majority should be from Maim Shalonu. And the Altar points out, but even in such a case, that's for a general public, but every person, if he knows on his own, he should be stringent for himself, if he's able to, that he shouldn't add water at all. However, he brings another Chumrah that he says, better than just having the majority, 51% of the water that was drawn, you should have at least two-thirds of the Mayim Shalano and only add a third. The Altar doesn't bring this Chumrah. It's better to take from uh, the water that you're adding, that water that was already taken and uh, drawn into a pump, or a different um, uh, well. And the sun does not is not shining on the water. In that case, it's similar a little bit to Shalono. If they're baking matzahs on Sunday and the time to take it is before the night before, which means it would be Shabbos by night or Friday night. Now, uh, we're going according, this is according to the Shalom Gansh, the heat paskins that uh, starts um, before Tzais, and he's talking about the Tzais of Rabbeinu Tam, which is 72 minutes, so it's way after it's dark. So, um, according to him, what's going to happen is it's after when it's dark already, and you have to be mechaven exactly at what point it starts the the bein So you, it's very hard to be mitzamtzim. Therefore, you have to do it already Thursday. And the day before, the Shalom already two days, it should be out of the ground. Why? On Friday evening, it's hard to hit exactly and you'll have, first of all, the problem of being shoyib, if it's bringing from outside, and if it's Shabbos, you're not allowed to even take from the bear that's in your property, you're preparing for from Shabbos, for, for the early Yomtev, for Pesach, for a day that's afterwards. If you didn't do it on Thursday, you could do it earlier after Mincha on Friday, or, which is earlier than the time that he wanted, or on, on Friday, on Shabbos itself, you do it through a goy. You could do it through a goy on Shabbos. Um, Ms. Garris has on this. I just want to point out that the way we paskin, in any case, we do it before Shkia. The way we paskin, we pass the Alter Rebbe um, in the Siddha paskins, like the Ga'inim, the Ba'etzim, Benishmash starts after Shkia, and therefore um, you, you could be Shoyev before, earlier on, before Shkia, and it's good. Halacha test. Now, there's a minute, the second someone passes away in a Shkona within a few houses, a group of, like a small, uh, um, a small, community of a uh, group of houses so they pour out the water whatever was drawn so here all of a sudden you run into a problem you mime shalano and now the mace passed away you have to pour it out i mean which is another thing that we'll see related to later on that one should not draw water there is very draw water in the time of the tkufa the vernal equinox which is the time that the day and night are are equal it's, uh, it happens twice a year but in, in summer and winter and that time is a sakana in the water so he says we you don't need to pour 
pour it out, not because the Pazak says, someone that's doing mitzvahs doesn't know of any bad, it won't affect him, it won't harm him. This is all if it's for the Matzis Mitzvah, so you show him a mitzvah. But if it's going to be for the Leila Seder, but if it's just Stam Matzis after our Pesach, there's no mitzvah per se to eat the matzah on Chalmayid. Rather, you're not allowed to eat chametz, but they, for all practical purposes, you don't have to wash if the drink out of his yain. Dr. Nochen, Lashavcham, and Mafshab, Akal, Limtsay, Achim, and Alter Abarait said, if it's not for matzah mitzvah, you should pour, pour it out if you can find, if it's if it's not complicated to find new water. Mikalmakam, Lachatchila, Lachatchila being that you know when it's going to be, the Tkufa. Then you have a different solution. You should put into the water a little piece of metal on a kia, and it should be obviously clean. And you should hang it from a thread so you don't have to stick your hand into the water. So you put in metal that, so to speak, cancels out the whole problem of the tkufa. And you should, it should be with the threads. So you don't have to stick your hand in to take it out afterwards. And Al-Jabba says, Right after the equinox, right after the time that it's exactly equal, you pull the metal out. Done deal. Halacha al of Simon Kofiud, which is going to discuss the kneading and the baking of the matzahs themselves. Halacha al. Tanner We're talking about an oven that they already baked in a chametz. And again, we're talking about the matzah ovens or the ancient ovens where they bake it on the floor. And the way we have it by us, or even the ones that are a hole in the ground. Bechalven, you baked in it chametz. Kshiroitzel efforts by matzah. If you want to bake inside of it now, matzah. libun ba'ur. And the way we're going to translate the to kasher through and libun ba'ur. Libun means making it white, but we're talking about making it glow with fire. That means it becomes red hot. The hainoshi asika kol kach. It's it's so heated up. Actually, and it sights and it doesn't remember until so to speak. There's funken fires, uh, sparks of fire that fly out from it from rov heat. If you hit it for Kolshkin, and because they're red, glowing hot. Less than this is not called Libun Gamer. And this needs Libun Gamer because it's not Shimushali there or it's Mamish. It's 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 baked with fire itself. And that's the that's the way the Khamas went in and that's the way it has to go out. One has to be careful. If you're heating it up to make it red hot, red the glow the whole oven, you're covering basically the floor, as we'll see soon, because the upper t- part of the oven the whole time is getting Libun anyways through the flame going up. So the floor is what's the hardest, and therefore you have to make sure every corner, nick and cranny of this oven gets um, gets red hot, and the gachol, the coals that you're laying down, gets everywhere. Over the Alter Rebbe says, when you're not sure, it reached everywhere. Yes, less are filled with the oven. One should one should be asked the, the matzahs from this oven, even with the oven, not to use it on Pesach. Or to use to use it bechal. V'toy biyasher. What's good and what's proper is legarfor l'nakoisa heitav acher ezik. Just like we we we, uh, we after you do agol, you put it into cold water. Also over here, after one concludes the the process of heating it up to cool off the whole oven to clean it, go take out anything that touched will touch the chametz. Or laham tenachitzanotzat. Until the oven cools down, then you heat it again up. Want to cool once it cool down for a fierce matzah. It shouldn't happen right after you did the glowing process of of libun. Halacha base. Yes, There's a, a, a custom which is a proper custom. Instead of uh, making everything again glow, which is a hard process to make sure everything they would just put in a new floor and install a new uh, layer of uh, cement. 
And uh, that's good. They won't have to cash it through heating it up and having it glow. And why do you need to be careful for the chametz that's on the on the walls and on the ceilings? That's that's in the in the roof or the walls. When you heat it up to bake the matzis, the walls and the ceiling are anyways going to get heat, uh, burned from the from the fire. The fire rises, and that you don't need to do its own. This is a proper and very beautiful minog to redo the floor. However, providing the width of the floor should be that you're installing now the width of an etzba, the primagodim, the mezgaz brings the primagodim, it should be the width of. Um, of of the agudel specifically, or more, across the entire floor of the entire oven. If you stand, put a little thin padding layer of of uh, tit of a uh, new lame or a new uh, cement that doesn't do the job. You have to do a One should only need the dough and bake the matzahs in a house that has a roof. The Alter Rebbe says. When do you need a roof? If it's this dafke, if there's if it if it's um, cloudy, and that's why it's not it's, it's getting cool, so to speak. And aval uh, if it's not cloudy, then you're allowed to do it outside in a place where there's shade. Now, we don't also want the sun to do this. So you're not allowed to bake the, even if you're doing it indoors, across an open window. Now, note, specifically open. Even if, there is, even if the sun is not going to shine in that area, the sun is between two buildings. An open window, don't do it. If the, cl- the window is closed, and also it, it's, it's a, it's a glass window. That helps if the sun doesn't shine there. According to the Psalmic if the sun shines over there, then even the glass window doesn't help. It's as if it's open. In that case, you'll have to cover it with a with a with a window shade. In the place where the sun shines, the altar beholds that a chalain of schuches its mutter, and just make sure that it doesn't the 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 sun doesn't heat up the dough, so it doesn't hasten the process of chimus. You should make sure that the house itself is not overheated for for whatever it's winter, whatever it is, it shouldn't be too warm. One should not need the dough in the measurement, and it shouldn't be, he shouldn't make too big of a batch. And what's the sheer challah, which is mechaev challah, that's man gimel beitzim, mechaimish beitzah, 43 beitzim, and uh, uh, a fifth of an egg. Women know this year. You shouldn't, because that's this year to make a bracha of, of uh, Afrosh's challah, and that they should not do. The toiv lamayit, it's better to be memayit, and to do as little as possible. Why? Because if the the dough, the big batch is making is bigger than shir you can't deal with everything at one time. And you're inevitably going to leave a chelik on the side. won't be dealt with. It's going to sit on the side. Once it's not being mishmush, it's not being needed, so it could rise and it's going to become chametz. Actually, the Alter Rebbe says nagu lolosh because the fact is, with so many the the amount of people that are working on it and it's always going to be busy, and if you do less, people are going to uh, slack off. But the Alter says, "I will call out the If you're preparing for yourself, you should definitely be machmer to do smaller amounts. Now, im lash What happens if he he made the dough? He needed the dough, and all of a sudden he discovered <clears throat> that it's not enough. It's it's liquidy, and uh, so he's not allowed to add kemach laboisa. After he ready to turn it into dough, he's not allowed to add <clears throat> flour to thicken it up. Why? 
Because what happens is maybe it's not going to knead in and, and uh, knead into the dough properly. And then there's going to be a chunk of flour over there. And then on um, Pesach, that's not going to cook. That's not going to bake well, sorry, well. And then in the middle of a matzah, you have a piece of uh, of flour. And if on um, Pesach it gets watered, then it, uh, it will it will become chametz. But the Evan Sha'avar, the if he transgressed and he and he already added uh, flour to make it thicker, you have to be careful that with these matzahs, you're allowed to eat them. We have to be very careful that these matzahs never become gebrocks because they have a much serious, uh, much more serious problem. We're not just choshesh, maybe in the kneading, there's still dough. Over here, your mama's choshesh, maybe you know that there are very, very high chances that there's a part of a chunk of flour that may have not been kneaded into dough and that could become dough when, when water comes on it. Halacha, hey, is going to continue a little bit with this. In cases where we're chayshin for chunks of flour that could become afterwards dough. For this reason, you don't press the, the flour deep into the uh, measuring cup. It won't be um, kneaded well afterwards. It'll have a chunk of the Inside the matzah is going to stay a little bit of flour. When you eat it together with anything liquid or with food, it will become chametz. Do not put the flour near the area where they put the water. We have separate rooms and they put it through a window. The, the dust of the flour that should go up in the ear shouldn't land in the water. The person measuring them, the exact measurements, he shouldn't get close to neither of them, not to the dough and not to the water. For the same reason, specifically until you know that he's clean, he shouldn't see himself outside of the picture. Rather, unless he cleans his clothing properly and washes his hands and he's all ready. It's very good to be very careful. Not to put your hands on the flour for no reason if it's not necessary. Because also the hand adds heat and this will hasten the process of the um, rising.